Everybody's good as far as I know. Uh, didn't do anything. Uh, the guys came in and got treatment and getting ready to go to San Antonio. How gratified are you to be in this spot? And, you know, here before the season, nobody was saying that, that, that the Warriors were capable of being where you are right now. And yet here you are, best two out of three to go to the conference finals. Well, it's a great place to be. It's a great story. It's an incredible blessing. Um, I look at my guys, obviously, the job that they've done. It's great to see them getting recognition. Um, this, this incredible fan base uh, is special to be relevant at this time. I was just talking to you know uh, Bob Myers a couple of minutes ago, and last year this time we was on our way to meetings in Chicago for pre-draft stuff. It's unbelievable to realize we're still uh, playing basketball, and we're in a you know best of three against you know, the San Antonio Spurs, who we have the ultimate respect for. Any doubt that this team could win a win ugly game uh, like they won yesterday when both teams shot under forty percent? Where you didn't have Steph or Clay shooting lights out? Is there any doubt this team that they could do what they did? No, that's because you know what we preach from day one. We we are a defensive minded team. The culture has truly changed. It was a time where you know the Golden State Warriors couldn't win a game unless they were making shots. Um, this team has bought in on the defensive end. They take great pride in it. They battle. And uh, I thought it was a huge win for us, especially when things were not going our way. We got it done defensively. But, but has their resiliency surprised even you? What do you how do you explain it? Doesn't, not surprised at all. Um, they're a tied-together team, and I said you know, the other day, it's, it's tougher to let go of the rope when you're together. This is a team that's truly playing for one another and truly trying to take advantage of their moment. It's a great story, and I'm just glad that people are, people are catching on and giving these guys credit because it's a, it's an incredible group of men. Coach, in the, in the opener, Curry didn't have a shot going. That was probably the first ugly, scrap it out, grinded game at, at Phoenix. Uh, was that at like Phoenix the or? at Phoenix in the okay. opener? Okay, okay. Was that was that kind of a, a good precedent to set to start the season for where you guys are now? That was. Uh, you know, to me, it, it helped cement the message uh, because you can talk about winning ugly. You can talk about winning on a defensive end, but when you can you know, miss shots and play bad, but your defense keep you in the ball game, um, it puts a stamp on just what you're trying to accomplish. So I think at the end of the day, that probably was a seed that was planted, and you saw it come come into play. In game four, seems like you look at some of the the higher points of the season. Uh, you know, the Miami game. It, it always comes down to some kind of grind, grit, slug it out type of thing. Uh, you say you're not surprised. Has this been something that's developed over the year, or did these guys have it start in October? Well, that's a great question. I think they had it, but it was. Uh, you know, it was in his early stages. I think it 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 gets birth through adversity, through being on the road, through practice, through coming here early. You know, all of those moments, the rookies, the day after the draft, last year rookies with them, the veterans here after Labor Day, practicing, um, 
losing game, winning games, uh, you know, guys not making the all-star team, guys not getting six man of the year, uh, executive not making, you know, not getting executive of the year, uh, uh, you know, probably our rookies not getting the recognition they deserve. All of those things come into, come into factor, come into play. And it's a tied together group. And what we're realizing is foundation was laid even last year in the middle of a 23 win season when nobody let go of the rope. When it seemed crazy to, to think that this, this day could, could really, you know, could really happen. And we're not done. Did we see a glimpse of the future yesterday with Harrison Barnes as a guy that made the 26 shots with nine more than he'd ever taken in a game, but as a guy who could be a go-to guy, who, you want to take 20 shots in a game? When you say a go-to guy, you're talking about like Kevin Durant? Well, similar, yeah. You want me to take your badge? <laughs> <laughs> you said Kevin Durant. I didn't say that. Okay. No, I, I, I will say this. We've seen a guy grow up right before our very eyes. I thought he had an outstanding regular season that put us in position to be the sixth seed, and and he played a huge part as a starter. Uh, but I think as soon as the regular season stopped and the postseason started, he has certainly elevated his game. He's embraced the moment. He's embraced the spotlight, and he's played with tremendous poise uh, and great confidence. And you know, yesterday with Steph being you know, less than 100%, we needed him to be aggressive, and he's a guy that early on kept us in the ball game because he was the one guy attacking the paint area, looking to make plays. And I didn't know until after the game he shot that many times, which is great because I didn't think he took a bad shot. Um, he's he's been off the charts in, in this postseason, and I think he's gonna you know, he's gonna grow from it. And it's scary to think just how good he's gonna be. Does he feel like such an unselfish player? Do you have, does he have to be nudged every once in a while to to take his shot? To... He's, he's got to be nudged because he looks down the depth chart. Uh, let's say our regular starting five. Well, Steph's going to shoot more than him. Clay's going to shoot more than him. David's going to shoot more than him. And then at best, he's you know going to get the fourth most shots um, in that starting lineup. It's a learning process. Um, he had to figure out during the course of the year how to get his shots. And, and in the postseason, he, He's realized it, and he's been aggressive also because the one thing about those guys, even though they have, they're going to get their shots, it's not like they're going in thinking that. Uh, whoever's open is going to get the basketball and going to be unselfish, and it's great to see how Harrison is playing. Coach, I've seen reports that you know, Steph got maybe a shot or two before he went out and played. I, I saw a report that Bogut got a shot or two and went out. How closely do you want to monitor that? How worried are you? about overshooting, overshooting the guys to go out there. We have, we have an incredible staff. we got great doctors. And uh, this organization is not going to compromise any of our players. Um, I'm not a doctor, but the best way I can explain it is um, um, anti-inflammatory pills. Uh, instead of just the pills, now it's actually going in. So it's not pain-killing. Uh, it's eliminating um, um, the swelling and all of that. We've got better guys that can explain it, but we are not going to put our guys in any position to sacrifice their future uh, as basketball players or as men, husband, fathers, etc. All after uh, game three, that you went from watching the ESPN and going back to putting away your laptop, and now here we are again, kind of in a similar situation. What has it been like managing the emotions of this series? 
as a coach or to this team? For both, really. I, I have no problem managing you know, my emotions. I understand that this is just a game. This is just basketball. Uh, this does not define me uh, or my team. Um, so I don't get caught up in it. Uh, as far as my team, I understand. And I think the more you push it away, realizing that this is basketball, realizing that we're not as great as they say and we're not as bad as they say, uh, we have an assignment, we have a mission, and the objective is to stay on course. So uh, I think being the guy that's the coach, and it's important for me to make sure we're on the right path. But this is a team that's been there and done that. We're not going to get caught up in it. Actually, it was about, I would say, three or four. Um, and probably the third time, even the guys was looking at me like, did you just say Beatrice? But, <laughs> but this, I, I've said it all along. I have, just because a guy is not playing does not mean that I don't believe in him. Uh, you can't play everybody. And I got extreme confidence. I'm very comfortable with putting him in the ball game. He's an elite defender on the block and also in pick-and-roll situations. He's an elite rebounder. Um, so he's a guy that can have an impact on the game. And I thought he gave us great, great uh, minutes on the floor and was key to us winning the ball game. He did say that he kind of knows what Tim Duncan likes to do, even if it's not always able to stop it. But at least he knows kind of what he's done, having played against him so much. It doesn't mean anything because I know what he's going to do, <laughs> and he score on me. Um, <laughs> uh, he's, he's a big-time defender, and he gives us another body that can go out there when called upon to do the job. What did going to a zone yesterday do for you? You know, up until that point, um, I believe we played zone two possessions and three games, and they were two for two with two three-pointers. Um, I just thought it was a way of disrupting them, getting them out of rhythm, and I got a staff that probably they're not as sold on the zone as I am. So I had to even go further towards half court because as I told us to go into the zone, my staff was looking at me like, don't do it, don't do it. So uh, it was just a way to try to disrupt their rhythm a little bit, and I thought it was successful for the first time. Coach, I know you're uh, coaching the game, but I mean, you know, a lot of us were watching the game. We're also checking out Twitter, and it's just crazy to look at the how, how, how Jared Jack toggles the line between absolutely adored one minute and scoring the next and then back to love the next minute. I mean, what it, it, as far as Jack goes, I mean, do you, do you, do you think the fans truly appreciate you know, what he brings you know, out there? Well, there are some fans that appreciate what he brings. There's some that you know take it for granted, and you don't realize it until he's gone. Um, not only that, you know, you can you can talk about the media also. Uh, it, you know, they talk about his over-dribbling and his bad shot selection and how he cost us a game. And I mean, so don't don't just give the credit to the fans. Um, but at the you know, when it's all said and done, this is a guy that I believe in. This is a guy that's a gamer. Uh, he's a true professional. He he embodies what this team is all about, and he plays with an edge. And he made big-time plays uh, on all afternoon long uh, in Game Four and down the stretch, uh, hit big shots. So he's a guy that you can write, you can tweet, you can do whatever you want. You might as well get used to him, especially, you know, as, as long as I'm here and as long as he's here. He's a guy that's going to be uh, going to have the ball in his hands and we're going to ask him to make plays. And he made life easier because without Jared Jack, 
Steph Curry, um, he's asked to handle the ball and make plays on, you know, basically one ankle. I thought he allowed Steph to be in the ball game and have an impact also. When, when you think of the season for Bogut and everything he's been through, are you a little bit amazed at what he's giving you right now in the Brewers? Yes, um, because he was never 100%, and, I don't, and he's not 100% right now, but he's a gamer. And again, no pun intended, he's a warrior. He's a guy that has a body of work you know, behind him, and he's fought, scratched, and clawed uh, to put himself in a position to have an impact in the playoffs. And he deserves this moment. And we are uh, a much better team with him on the floor because of his presence, because of his high IQ, and the way he plays. It's, it's great to see him experience success and uh, getting recognized while doing it. Do you think he, uh, he was, I mean, Duncan at times looked a little rattled yesterday. Uh, no. You know, Tim Duncan's, <laughs> you know, greatest power forward that's ever played the game. Um, you know, Andrew Bogut is an outstanding defender. Uh, he's doing a very good job. But Tim Duncan, I have not seen him rattled in his, in his entire life. To, to the best of your knowledge, are those uh, T-shirt jerseys, are they out for the playoffs? Not going to wear them again? Oh, you mean the, the ones that we... Yeah, yeah, so special. Yeah, yeah. They, you know, as far as I know, they're out. Um, I'm not the guy to ask that, though. I, I think they're out. How is David Lee holding up right now? Say it again. How is David Lee holding up right now? He's holding up fine, getting stronger and stronger, putting the time in, uh, continuing to get in treatment. And um, I thought he gave us, some, again, some great minutes uh, yesterday, uh, and we'll see how it can grow from there. But... I thought he played very well, and he's excited to, to be able to play a part in, in what we're doing. With both him and Curry, obviously they want to play. How much do you take into account their input and versus the doctors, and what do you think? I mean, obviously they want to play, I imagine. Well, Steph is different. Steph had a sprained ankle, so it's not a concern. It's just a question of how he looks on the floor. With David, it's obviously you know, um, a miracle that he's even able to, to, to run and perform in a game. Nobody expected it. Um, so you, you pay more attention to it. But it's um, it just shows you what's going on with this basketball team, and, and I'm just honored and thrilled to be part of it. Manu said in all his years he hadn't played a team like this before. And really, if you take away about three or four quarters, you guys have been able to keep them to like 40% shooting. What, what are you guys doing to frustrate that offense so much? I wouldn't say frustrate that offense. We're a very good defensive team, and um, – you know, you put together a game plan and a strategy to force them to beat you on your terms because they're proven to, to be able to beat a team on their terms. Four future Hall of Famers tells me that. Um, and when we pay attention to game plan discipline, we, you know, we're in good situation. But that's a heck of a basketball team, and it's a tall task to beat them. We're thrilled to be in a three-game series against, you know, that team and what they've been able to do, you know, for a long time now. And for a statement like that from... You know, Ginobili, I don't take it lightly. It says a lot about my guys and the respect that they have from those guys, and it works both ways. You say you're a very good defensive team. Defensive teams came out today. If I'm mistaken, not one vote for a Warrior. A little disappointed? Get in line. <laughs> Executive in seventh place. Steph Curry at home during All-Star Week. Joe Laker, probably the number seven uh, owner in the league. Uh, Harrison Barnes won't get, didn't get any votes for Rookie of the Year. Shouldn't have been rookie of the year, but he should be first team all rookie. Um, Jared Jack wasn't the sixth man of the year. Uh, the only thing they got right was me. 
down on the pool with you. Would you have expected Harrison Barnes, after two years in college, a 20-year-old guy, to come out and take on as much as he has? No. Uh, and, you know, that's, that's saying uh, a lot, but there's no rookie that's doing what he's doing right now. Um, he's starting for a, a team in the second round of the playoffs. Uh, he's defending, he's scoring, he's rebounding, he's playing with an edge, does not look like a rookie. If you had to look at 10 guys on the floor and say which one is a rookie, you probably couldn't point him out. Um, he's been outstanding, and he's elevated his game uh, in the postseason. Uh, it's just great to see and well-deserved. His future is incredibly bright. What will Steph's routine be going into the next game? Will he spend all of his time, uh, you know, Set shots, or will he even get take the court at all? Will he be flippy elevated? I'm not really sure. He'll get treatment today, and uh, tomorrow, obviously, get treatment. We'll just see how he feels. I haven't seen him. I have not spoken to him. Um, but it's good to have you know all day today and pretty much all day tomorrow to recoup and recover and uh, get treatment. So Steph said after the game yesterday that both teams have seemed to play better on the road in this series, or at least dictate the play on the road. What do you make of the way that the series has played out that way? Now, we said it going into this series. Um, both teams are good enough to win on the opposing team's floor because we defend, uh, we battle, we play with an edge, um, and is ultimate respect on both sides. So it's no surprise. This is, like I said, a heavyweight battle. And in a heavyweight battle, a true heavyweight battle, it doesn't matter if I'm in your hometown and you're in mine. It's going to be, it's going to get ugly at times. And, and I just think it says a lot about both teams, their mentality and the way they play. Now listening to the Popovich yesterday, basically you thought free throw shooting, the lack of free throw shooting really hurt them. Something that's always been a strength of your team, I don't hear you talk about it a whole lot, but you talk about just, I mean, I think you got 20 of 25 yesterday. You had a 23 out of 24 game last week. I mean, just how much is that strength for you guys? Oh, it's a big strength. strength. Uh, you know, we're a very good free throw shooting team. When you talk about our guys, the majority of them are, you know, very good free throw shooters. Now we have some that's got to work on it, but overall, um, that is a strength of our team. We got guys that's going to go to the line and knock them down, uh, and, and they work on it. But also, they've been good their entire lives. On, on the resiliency question, do you think their your team's relative youth helps them with that? That they, you know, they don't know if maybe uh, they're supposed to be feeling on their heels or down, or do you think um, they just did something in their makeup or something? Well, you're... I, I think it's a combination of all of that. I think um, they're young. They're young enough to ignore the facts and the data because in their lives it goes hand in hand. I got a group of guys that probably shouldn't be where they are. Um, so that helps. And I think more importantly is you are what your habits are and they put the time in and when you put the time in and trust your habits, you have every right uh, to expect to bounce back.